Hello, my friends. Peggy Moore here with the Discover Your Personal Power podcast. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. We are doing a four-part series talking about investing in our greatest asset. So investing in you. We've been talking about investing in our mental health and our emotional health. And today we're talking about investing in our physical health. I love how all the pieces of the puzzle come together to make a whole. Our mental health and our emotional health, our physical health and our social health all depend on each other. And if one of them is out of balance, it can cause the other pieces to not quite fit right. We're not, if we're not feeling good physically, it may make it more difficult to control our emotions and our thoughts. It may make it more difficult to engage in social connections and enjoy life. So I'm so excited to bring a special guest to you today. I'm collaborating with other podcasters to bring you their stories and expertise to the podcast. So let's welcome Joyce Dibbles. So I am so excited to have Joyce Dibbles with us from Australia. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Joyce. Yeah, so hi everyone. I'm Joyce um, and I'm a food cravings coach and I have my own company called Life to Enjoyce with a little pun in there because, you know, like for me, it's all about creating my best and joyous life and I love my name for that as well. And the reason that I am a certified coach to this day is because when I was four years old, I started emotionally eating because I wasn't really allowed to express my emotions. I didn't know how to express my emotions. And so the only way I knew how was by eating because you know like when you feel sad when i fell down and when i felt sad like i got like a candy a lolly and when i was 16 i got diagnosed with the autoimmune disease hashimoto so that means that you've got like a low thyroid and so your metabolism slows down um you just feel tired a lot i was fainting um and I gained a lot of weight and because of that emotional eating and all the stress that I was carrying in my body through everything that I've experienced, um, I was desperate to like lose the weight and in that time I also got bullied um, and so I wanted to lose the weight even more because I felt like, oh, I just need to lose away because once I'm skinny like my other classmates then they're gonna like me and then I'll be happy or even when I lost the weight, then my parents would accept me, right? So yeah, those were like pretty hard things. So when I was 16, I first started dieting and that was basically like a whole yo-yo dieting cycle after cycle because I did lose weight, but then I gained it back again. A Couple of years later, um, I moved on my own and I really was like, okay, this needs to change. Like I felt miserable still. I still had like afternoon naps because I, was I felt like a granny <laughs> that's how I felt and yeah and I was like oh my god I just don't know and so I was really researching I really wanted like I looked up everything about the thyroid that I couldn't that I could find at the time and what food I needed to eat and I started eating like that I made myself eat all the veggies because I didn't eat any veggies I had such an unhealthy diet 
Um, and so I saw the results of that. And then I started doing strength training and I saw the results of that. So I became like really fit and lean and, and skinny. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I wanted to have more of that. But because I felt I was so afraid that I would get fat again, um, I've, I feared it so much that I obsessively went over my food, my, my meal plans, my calories, my macros. I was so obsessed. And then at the end, I got diagnosed with PCOS, which is a whole long story on its own. That's where I started like uh, my coaching career. And really, I was already always interested in like personal development and researching and learning. Like, I love that. But it just hit me that mindset was so, so important because all the like I was 24 seven thinking about food all the time. Like, when could I eat next? What do I eat? Is this fat? Like, is this high? Like, can I even eat that? How will I feel? Or if I don't eat in time, like, will I faint again? Like so many things. And I couldn't really enjoy it anymore. And that and the lack of nutrients that I had in my body, um, I needed to change that, but it did work for me because I really went back to the root cause, like what is really behind this? And I healed from that. And through that, I really became excited again. I started loving myself. I hated myself when I was a teenager. And through that love and compassion and a better understanding of my thoughts and then changing those thoughts around, I then created like this mind-blowing shift within me and just being completely content with myself but also completely content with the food that I'm eating and the choices that I'm making and I've just been feeling really really good and have not had a craving or a binge like in ages and so I still have a craving but with all my tools now like I just feel so so good um, and like, it's, it's funny, um, you know, like for example, I would always think like, oh my God, is it one o'clock yet? Because then I can have my lunch. And then yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I was like working and I looked up for my work and I'm like, oh, I'm actually quite hungry. I wonder what time it is. And it was like 2.30. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I probably should eat something. Yeah, that's so awesome. It's, it's just, yeah it's just that whole mind shift and that is basically what i'm coaching uh, other women about as well or they follow my course um so that they can have that you know like happy healthy lifestyle and relationship with food and with themselves and you know create that life for themselves without having diseases or either healing from them or preventing them and create that longevity, but also taking back that control. If like all those thoughts around food consume you so much, but also other areas of my life. Yeah, I love so many things about your story. <laughs> I think that we all have a little bit of a similar story. I think yeah. you had some serious complications when it comes to your thyroid and PCO mm -hmm. PCOS. Those are both things that really wreak havoc on your weight, um, yeah. I know. So I can't imagine. I love the story of you as a child and emotionally eating because I feel mm -hmm. like how many of us, that's how we were raised. If we, yeah, 100%. Um, if, 
yeah if we were sad we were like hey have some chocolate or it, even if we were happy and we wanted to celebrate something hey let's go out for some ice cream yeah yeah so I think um, a lot of us were raised that same way and it's taken us into adulthood and now we struggle with this yo-yo dieting back and forth. I also yeah. love how you touched on mindset because it's so much about your mind. I love that. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit uh, about your podcast? What, it, what you talk about on your podcast and what you do for your podcast? Um, yeah, so as I said, like it's called Life to Enjoy, and I basically talk about mindset a lot and you know, like topics around cravings and binging, but also just like creating a happier and healthier life for yourself. So I, I can talk about like, oh, we have all these fears, and how do you actually get rid of those fears but see things with love? Um, one podcast that's coming out soon is about like all the excuses that we have around dieting so you know like why we can't live a healthy lifestyle what is what are we thinking and saying to ourselves that is keeping us from actually dieting but it's just an excuse you know it's all again in your head right and yeah yeah, I can come up with a lot of excuses. Um, exactly. Hey, yeah. I want to tell you something exciting, though. I have a group here, um, here in Okinawa with me. So I live in Okinawa, Japan, and um, I have some friends that we got together and we're doing this little weight loss, keep each other accountable kind of thing, weigh in on Mondays. We um, give shout outs to each other for walking yeah. or drinking our water, but I asked them I said, hey, I'm going to be talking with Joyce Dibbles, who is an expert on nutrition and dieting <laughs> and so and breaking that yo-yo cycle. So I got some great 100%. questions. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited. Hey, me too. <laughs> I am so excited. So I have to tell you, so my friend Matt, Matt and I um, were teachers together here in Okinawa. He was a teacher. I'm the school nurse, um, but he worked with me awesome guy he now lives in Korea so he had some questions David who is a guy that I work with he is our PE teacher actually and he has some great questions and then I have a friend that is a nurse here her name is Abita she is in our group and we were actually nurses together back in Germany oh, so, wow. the, yeah so um, I've been very blessed connections. yes, yes keep them close. Yes, keep them close. I have been blessed with such great friends, but I want to hit you up with some of their questions. Yeah. So, hit all me. right. So one of their questions, and you might've touched on this a little bit, but maybe um, we could just answer this question. It says, if yeah. you haven't told me already, what was your turning point in winning this battle of yo-yo dieting? What was the catalyst? What really kicked it off for you? Yeah, yeah. So I think I've had two moments in my life. Um, it was like the constant battle in my like early 20s of just not, you know, like being overweight and not seeing the results and like having being in a diet cycle and like eating something restrictive and then getting out of that and then getting back into my old hadn't because you know like that diet wasn't for a long period of time that's why diets don't work <laughs> right. and like why four out of five people will gain back that weight after they've dieted like it's it just doesn't work right uh, and if it does you know like everybody would be lean 
that was turning point one that I I just came back from I lived in the US for a while as well <laughs> I did a student exchange and so came back and um, at the time I still lived with my parents and then I moved out and after half a year of kind of easy cooking and like grabbing the like meal packages and stuff I felt like there was more and I still felt very tired and exhausted and stressed and so that was that turning point at first um and the second was when i was just so depressed and frustrated anxious and so done with like all like i felt like i'm trying so so hard for all these years and yet i'm still like having this stupid pcos and like nothing is working and like why me and that's where i realized like oh okay you know like i'm actually talking really badly about myself and to myself um and so i knew that i had to change around that because otherwise like i wouldn't sustain <laughs> it's like my friends wouldn't be friends with me if i talked to them like i did talk to me um and that's the thing like I was in a really, really bad place. And that's why you often see what other people is right uh, as well, right? Like it doesn't have to necessarily be around diet or food or whatever. But what we do see often is that people hit rock bottom and they think this never again. And that's how they make like this 360 degree shift into like this amazing human person. They change their whole lives and everything is like, bum. and that's usually what we see. And why is that? Because the current pain is so, so big that we need to have that pleasure. So we need to change, but change is hard. Like we need to get out of our comfort zone to make that change happen. And that is that is what, what makes it so hard because we attach more pleasure to binging, to cravings, um, in order to like really let that go and create a better and healthier life. I think it's so much about finding a balance, which is hard, Yeah, but it is about Please. finding a balance. And I love how you talk about getting in your head because I do think a yeah. lot of overeating has to do with emotion. It is psychological binge eating, anorexia, bulimia, it's all psychological diseases. So that means that it is in your brain and your brain is actually wired. Like your brain wants to have more sugar. It yes. becomes actually addicted to sugar. Um, also, everything that you think you'll become. If you think I'm fat, you're staying fat. If you think like, oh, I'm hungry, you'll stay hungry right yeah the power um, of the mind it is and everything is so connected and with the hormones as well like everything is in your brain your hormones your thoughts and so we need to change those thoughts in order to change your beliefs in order to change your feelings in order to change your action exactly yeah. so what are some of the techniques the specific techniques that you have found most beneficial yeah. in your work and in your life to conquer cravings I am like a certified life coach, but I'm also certified um, NLP and EFT coach. So NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming and EFT 
is like known as tapping. Indeed, you use your fingers to tap certain points on your face and your body. Um, and it is actually like kind of an equivalent of like your Chinese acupuncture. So instead of you put needles in your um, body, you can just use your fingers to tap lightly and gently on those meridian points, on certain meridian points. And yeah, the NLP is then like neuro is your brain, linguistic is how you speak and programming is how your brain is wired. So the way that we communicate, but also the way that we perceive the world um, has an impact on your neurons, on your neuro pathways. And that's what I addressed on as well. Like if I have said I'm fat for over 20 years, but even in my progress and process of, oh, I'm a lovely human being and I'm healthy and I'm good enough as I am. That is still so new to me. So that pathway in my brain that we need to change that. And that's a process. Like it's not going to change overnight, but nothing really is like Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes. I love that. One of my favorite things that I talk about this on my podcast a lot is the brain. And I talk about neural pathways and how we build neural pathways and how we strengthen them. And every time we say that to ourselves, every time we say I'm fat, every time we say that we Mm. strengthen that pathway. So we have to break those pathways. Exactly. Yeah. So what I do and what I have found really working for me is to create routines for myself. So I'm really like I, I started with my morning routine. I'm like, it is being consistent in that. And once you have that, it sets you up right for the day because we make unconscious decisions most of the time so we only have like a little bucket of conscious decisions that we make and that we have to make so if we have to decide a lot of things um already in our jobs or with your family when you have kids like you have to decide so many things so when it comes to food you're like whatever you come home after a stressful day i don't want to cook and you just you know get a bar of chocolate and Exactly. Decision fatigue. The more decisions we can make ahead of time, the more brain power we have for other things, especially if we're prone to emotional eating. Taking the time to plan ahead uses our frontal lobe and our executive part of our brain. If the decision is already made, then we won't be so tempted to let our emotions rule our actions. Yeah, it's like the whole mindful thing going to the root cause. And I love journaling as well. And I love affirmations. Those really help as well because it's it's easy to do and it's extremely powerful. Yeah. So with the affirmations, you usually do the affirmations when you tap, right? Don't you tap and say affirmations? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there are different yeah. ways that, that you can practice EFT and tapping. Um, that was great. So what sort of advice can you give someone who sees the need for changes, but they just Mm -hmm. can't make they just can't quite make that turn to make those changes is there anything that you can tell them that would help them yeah yeah it's it's hard because as again like you have to go through a discomfort you have to go out of your comfort zone to really really change And it's like climbing a mountain. You have to climb and climb and climb to get to the top. But midway, you're like, 
maybe cursing, you're hating it, you don't want to go, but you know what's there at the top. You know, so you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And we've all done something that I think was extremely hard, but then when we come to the other side, it's so extremely good. And like, I've done it, so can you, right? We, right, I love that. And I'm, I'm not the only one. Like, there's heaps of women who have this balanced lifestyle. So it is possible to have it. It's just, are you willing to really take that road, right? Well, how much is it worth it to you? Like, answer that question. I think that's a how great How much question. is it worth it to you to change? Because if you can answer that, then you are already halfway there. And it's just about starting. Like, so acknowledge that you need to change, acknowledge that you want to change, acknowledge that you deserve and want something better for yourself, that you're worthy. That is something that you really need to go and feel and then have that support system. So this can be friends, but it can also be somebody in a form of a coach or a therapist or somebody that can help you professionally. Um, and that's what I see a lot. Like everybody can do this on their own, everybody. But the yes. thing is, when you have that person behind you, like they'll hold you accountable. They'll they'll cheer you on in the good times, and they 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 are there to support you in the bad times. They're always there, which is really really cool. Yes, I definitely agree that good friends and support groups can be vital to success. I think coaches are an awesome resource for accountability and to kind of help someone figure out where to start and how to go from there. Yeah. So how has making this change in your life helped you to discover your personal power? I hated my, like I was at this point in my teenage years around the same time where I just wanted to commit suicide i didn't see the point of life and challenging this for myself really go through this i found my real passion and purpose like the coaching and i i'm in my true power i'm, I'm so passionate about what i do daily and like i'm quite spiritual as well so i feel like the universe is really has guided me through this and that I had to experience everything that I had to experience to get where I am today. Well, Joyce, it has been a pleasure. I love hearing stories where individuals turn their life around. I think it is so important, as you said, to acknowledge where the problem lies, to get in your own head, to do the thought work, to help you create the thoughts and then create the emotions that drive the behaviors that you want to see in your life. Yo-yo dieting and being obsessed with food is not how I want to spend my life. So I love all these techniques of journaling, retraining your brain pathways with positive affirmations, and making the decisions ahead of time to decrease our decision fatigue. These are all great strategies to crush your cravings. Thank you so much, Joyce Dibbles. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. This is how iTunes rates podcasts. And the more reviews, the more it'll show up when people search, the more I can get the word out. 
I also want to let you guys know that I created a mini ebook called Escaping Emotional Eating. It is free for anyone listening to my podcast. It is 14 pages of fun tips and tricks with a last page that you can print out and put on your refrigerator or on the mirror in your bathroom or in front of your food cabinet, wherever is helpful for you to help you escape emotional eating. Go to my website at Peggy Moore Life Coaching. Dot com, so all one word, PeggyMoreLifeCoaching.com, or you can go to DiscoverYourPersonalPower.org. So it's PeggyMoreLifeCoaching.com, but DiscoverYourPersonalPower.org, and it's at the top of the page in pink. So go right now and sign up so you can get that free ebook. And until we meet again, my friends.